successful people in any field, if you look at their day-to-day routine, what they do, they always have a very defined, structured morning routine and an evening routine. And then during the day, they're obviously quite routine-driven. Mm. But why do humans love routines? Why, why is it so important for us as humans to have routines? What, what sense of comfort do we get from that? This is the Peaks Audio Experience. Welcome back to the Peaks Life. Little bite-sized chunks of wellness wisdom to power you through the day. And you know what I love? What? The fact that I'm Lynn Fernie? <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that you're Lynn Fernie and I'm Mike Warren and it's not the other way around. Sorry, I didn't introduce you. But as well as loving who we are, <laughs> I love doing the daily vlog. Good, because we know? do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know why I love it? Because it's part of my daily routine. Uh, so it was a great segue. It was, it was a bit clunky. <laughs> it's a bit clunky, but... The intent was pure. You'd be thinking about that all day because it wasn't rehearsed. It wasn't routine, was did it? We, did we? we don't rehearse anything. That's the problem. That's it. But we do have a daily vlog and we do have a lot of daily routines. And one of the things I love is that every day I know that we're going to be doing a vlog of some type. And it got me on the thinking of why having a routine is so critically important. And we are talking wellness today. Mm-hmm. But we, we, what we do know from our research and from the the coaching careers we've had, and especially with a lot of successful people, executive coaching, successful people in any field, if you look at their day-to-day routine, what they do, they always have a very defined, structured morning routine and an evening routine. And then during the day, they're obviously quite routine-driven. Mm. But why do humans love routines? Why, why is it so important for us as humans to have routines? What, what sense of comfort do we get from that? Mm. And, you know, I think, <clears throat> I think you're right about the, the routine thing. I mean, if you, if you go and Google, you know, the, the top habits of, of successful people... Will or, we come up? I'm sure, I'm sure we're in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, you, you do, you do, you, you Google it, or yes. if you look at a lot of the books, a lot of the bestsellers, mm-hmm. they talk about routines. A lot of people who are um, famous for one thing or another, or you know, they're just very well known, and they're often asked the question, "What's your morning routine? What's mm. your evening routine?" And yes. So typically, those people who are very productive or very successful, um, the entrepreneurs, mm. you know, the billionaires, millionaires, they typically have um, can be quirky, can be unusual, but they all have a routine of of some kind. Yes. And I think that you know a lot of it for for humans for people yes. is that um, you know if we want to get something done, yes. the best way to do it is to put it into a routine mm-hmm. of some kind at some point in your day. Yeah. Yeah. And then what that allows you to do is it allows you to do that thing on autopilot. Ah, yes. So you don't have to think about when am I going to do it, how's it going to happen. It's just part of your day-to-day activities. And once you've started that activity, it just it switches on. You just follow the process. Because we, you know, we do spend a lot of energy thinking. Mm. And if we've got to come up with something new every day, you know, we're spending and wasting a lot of energy mm. creating whatever it is. Yes. Whereas if we've got a routine and certain things are done at certain times in a certain way, that becomes very easy. And you can just run on autopilot. So, mm. you know, think about on a morning when you perhaps you wake up and you're feeling a bit tired. You're not quite awake yet. Yes. If you've got to work out, right, what do I do next? Mm. Then it becomes quite difficult. Yes. If you've got a routine and you don't have to think about it, you literally, you know, you jump up, you shower, you have a drink, whatever it is you do. Mm those things become automatic and you can just power through those those activities and those tasks. And it applies to the, the menial or the trivial stuff. Yes. 
as well as to the bigger stuff. Yeah, so from, it, the, you from, know. The, yeah, from the start of the day with a small activity, but put it in the context of wellness, we are talking wellness, and a lot of people probably tuning in are either in the start of setting their routine, mm. you know, be it keto, be it exercise, stretching, what their, their sleep patterns, whatever it might be, they're starting to set those routines. So put it in the context of why is it important to have a wellness routine, both morning and evening, and some, some activities that sit on a regular basis. So, I think if you have a routine, first of all, it's going to help you prioritise. Which is really important in wellness. Especially if you're mm. trying to build a new habit. Yes. So you just talked about you're just getting into keto. Mm. So you've got a new way of eating. Perhaps you're trying intermittent fasting or you're trying to build exercise yes. in or you're looking for some mobility. And all these things are new to you. The best way to make sure that they stick and to get consistency throughout mm. them is to build them into a routine because we know that within 30 days we can form a new habit so do them every day for 30 days and you've made it a habit mm -hmm. so you've prioritized it you've made it a habit it's done consistently every day at the same time and you're going to get all of the benefits mm. from doing that yeah and i think if you if individually we look at what have we been successful at so forgetting wellness if we step back and say in my career in my history what are some of the things I've been successful at and why have I been successful, whether it's in my work or my private life, my exercise world, a lot of those successes have come, in, have come from being able to establish a routine of some type, mm. adhering to that routine on a regular basis. So we, we know behaviourally that humans thrive and often need routine for that mm. sense of comfort and to be able to develop their skill or their behaviour on an ongoing mm. basis. And we now need to take that, well, that's a great learning. Let's now apply it to my new wellness routine. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. So I think as well that if you're, you know, if we're talking about wellness, then you want to be able to, to monitor and measure. Yes, that's important. So doing the same activities, doing the same things in the same way at the same time every day yes. really allows you to monitor what you're doing and measure the benefits. Yes. So a really good example would be having a, a wake-up time which is the same every day. And we recommend not sleeping late at weekends. We recommend you know, getting up at the same time. Yep. So let's just say that you've been one of those people who you wake up times all over the place and you've decided, no, I am going to get more sleep. I'm going to get to bed earlier and I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get up at six o'clock every day. Yes. So you set that alarm and every day for 30 days, you get up at six o'clock. You can actually start to measure now how you feel mm. because you shouldn't have that complete variability mm. in how you feel on the morning based on whether you've got up at five, six, seven or eight. Yes. Every day is got to be the same. Mm. So you take a variable away. You can actually start to see how other things are feeling. Mm. So again, it's really important to be able to monitor, measure, track your progress when you're ingraining those, those new habits. And it's also really efficient. Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> because, you know, as humans, we often procrastinate a lot. Really? Uh, we do. We do. And some of the things that you might introduce may not come naturally at first. Mm. The things that you really want to do, you've prioritised them, but they may be uncomfortable in some way or another. So you might be taking cold showers on a morning mm. and it's really uncomfortable. And you're in your first 30 days and you're just doing two minutes and you really don't enjoy them. You know the benefit will come, yes. but you don't look forward to that cold shower. Mm. And so if you don't have a routine, then you're going to procrastinate. So you're going to procrastinate about it. You know, you're going to you avoid it. You'll do anything and everything mm. to avoid getting into that cold shower. Whereas if you've made it part of your routine, 
then there's no question about it. There's no procrastination. Mm. You know, at 6.15 on a morning, you're jumping in the shower. 6.17, you're, you're done with your cold shower. Mm. So it really does help with that whole procrastination. And that's the mind over body type of thing. Yes. You know, we always say the mind is stronger than the body. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, at least 40% um, in terms of the difference between the two. So, yes. you know, the mind will say, oh, you know, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. Um, but if you switch that around... Yes, I can do it. The yep. mind will easily power you through it. Absolutely. So let's look at then how does one set a routine. So if, if I'm tuning in today and thinking, okay, Mike and Lynn for once are making sense, which doesn't often happen, but I really need to set a routine. What are some of the, the strategies to make sure that I set a routine that is um, doable so mm -hmm. I can actually follow it and it works for me? What are some of the tips that you've got for routine people? So these are, these are tips for routine people, but they're also tips for those who don't like routines. Oh, yes. There's a lot of people who don't like routines, mm. who fight them, who resist them, but actually benefit hugely from them. <laughs> yes, you know, so again, like you... my kids. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> they fight about my routines, but they eventually... I let them out of the cupboard occasionally <laughs> on a routine daily basis for one hour. They're Just... in submission. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, you know, you may not be a routine person. Mm. You may not, you know, you may think I don't really see the benefit. I, mm. I like to do different things. I like variety. But it is a lot of those people who resist the routines who get the most benefit. Yes. Because they're the ones who struggle to form the new habits. They're mm. the ones who struggle to do the wellness activities. They're the ones who say, I don't have time or, Absolutely. you know. How or, often do we hear that? You know, I, I just <coughs> can't fit this into my <coughs> day. Um, you can. There are lots of ways to do it. So that, I think the very first thing is decide what's important to you. Yes. So when you're thinking about your routines, whether it's a morning or it's an evening, or it might be a lunchtime routine. It might be, um, you know, it might be something that's called your me time routine, mm. where you know, if you're a busy mom, for example, and you get an hour when the kids are down, that might be your time. You've only gone an hour. There are things you want to do, so figure out when your time is. What are your time slots? Morning, yes. evening, during the day, and think about what's important to you. What do you want to do in that time period? Mm -hmm. Whether it's 15 minutes whether it's 30 minutes, whether it's an hour, it doesn't matter. Just work out what the priorities mm -hmm. are. So we're talking wellness. That means that it's likely to be things that are going to be good for your body, good for your mind, yeah. or associated with the way that you that you eat. Yes. And some people do challenge, and we hear it a lot, where people put others' priorities ahead of their own. And it's admirable in a lot of cases. However, it's flawed because if you're not well, if you're not in good physical, mental, emotional shape, mm. you can't be a good partner, you can't be a good parent, you can't be a good employee. So putting yourself first, and when you say prioritise, prioritising your wellness ahead of other people's needs is a really smart way to get yourself in the best possible shape to be able to look after your kids, be a great partner, be a great family member, a team member. 100%. And it's making sure those priorities are something that's really important to you. They need to go into that routine. It is. And, and you are right. <clears throat> we hear a lot of people saying it time and time again, well, I've got to get the kids ready for school mm -hmm. or I start early at work. Um, yeah, and there's always a excuse. an excuse for yes. not doing it. Yep. And you're right. When you're on the aircraft, what do they say? Put on your oxygen mask before you put on anybody else's. Yes. And the reason for that is if you're not going, if you don't have your oxygen mask on, you're not going to survive, so the kids are not going to survive mm. either. Yep. So it really is about prioritising you, and it may be it may mean that your time is short, but it's super effective. Absolutely. So you get your bits done, you get your mental health sorted, you get your bodily health sorted, and then you can look after everybody else. Mm. And the kids can quite happily sit and play with their iPad, or yep. you know, do it before the kids get up. Um, or do it once the kids have gone to school. Find mm, find mm. the time. Mm. There's always a way to do this. And I think part part and parcel that is is 
the importance of communicating your routine. If you've got a new routine or you're intending to have a routine in your day and that routine will impact others, whether you're going off to do something wellness activity or some wellness activity or in at home doing something, whoever is impacted by that needs to be communicated to and explained to this is the time I'm going to be doing these activities. Please respect that because it's important for mummy, it's important for daddy, it's important for me, whoever it might be important for. Mm. And so they understand the importance of that time for you and they can work around that and not feel that you're just leaving them and Mm. off to do your own thing. And again, sometimes people say, well, it it feels very selfish to take Mm. time out of, especially on a morning. Look, yeah, understand that because there is the selflessness that, mm. you know, when you've got kids, for example. Yes. But it is about looking after you and making sure you're in tip-top condition yes. to be able to look after them. And you're probably a much nicer person mm. if you've had your morning routine and done all the things that mm. are important. So I think prioritising, finding the time to do it, and then setting out to craft what's in that routine. Yes. So if you've decided, well, there's five things that I want to do and they're all going to take me five minutes, well, that's 25 minutes. Yes. Work out the order. Which do you do first? What order do you do them in? Yeah. Um, get yourself set up. So if, yep. you need a, if you need an area, for example. Absolutely, yep. You know, you need a special <clears throat> area or you need a quiet area. Mm. Perhaps you can do some stretching, so you might need a yoga mat. Um, perhaps it's some breathing and you don't want to be disturbed. You might want to put some music on. So whatever you need... Get yourself set up so it becomes very easy. Yes. You're not having to set your area up every morning or every evening. Yep. Have somewhere that you can just go to and everybody around you knows, right, when mummy or daddy or my partner's over there at this time of the day, they're doing the routine. Yes. And then it becomes very comfortable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, let's put some, yes, let's get some value here and put some context around it. Maybe if we run through some routines that we do. So maybe if you walk through your morning routine, mm-hmm. um, just as an example, and obviously you've been doing this for a long time, but your morning routine is very structured and, and very regimented, and there's reasons for it. So maybe walk from, from the moment you open your peepers in the morning, what's what's Lynn Fernie's morning routine? Mm, yeah, sure. So the things that are really important to me on a morning is um, I like to really energise my body and I like to activate my mind. Okay. So I'm pretty good at getting up. I'm very good at waking up. So my wake-up time is probably around about 5, between 5.30 and 6 o'clock without an alarm clock. Yes. My alarm goes off at 6 o'clock and that's when I make sure I'm, I'm up by 6. Mm. And my morning routine starts at 6 o'clock. Yes. So, you know, the soon, as soon as the, uh, the seconds hit 6 o'clock, then I'm, I'm into action. Yep. Um, and my morning routine is all around that, getting the body moving, getting yep. the mind active. So that by the time I finish my morning routine, which doesn't take long, by the way, mm-hmm. I really do feel, I feel sharp, yep. I feel ready for the day, and I will take on my biggest, most um, high-priority tasks as soon as I finish my morning routine. Because you're ready, you're I'm ready. mentally, mentally, physically. I'm mentally clear, my body feels good, I'm raring for the day, and I'm just going to get the big rocks done. So yep. get the big tasks done, get them out of the way. And then I can move on with everything else mm, mm. in the day. So that's what I find. A lot of um, creative people will find that, that once they've done the morning routine, that's the best time for their writing. Yes. So, you know, after a morning routine is great if you want a journal or something like that. Um, but for me, it's getting the big, you know, the big tasks, the big activities done. Right. So I'll get up and the first thing I'll do is I will have a nice drink of, of warm water with pink Himalayan salt. Okay. And I do that, I do it every day. I do it because it, my body's been dehydrated overnight. And so I'm going to replenish it with water and electrolytes because overnight I will have lost, you know, both water and I've peed out my electrolytes. Yes. So I'm going to give my body a, a bit of a wake Zing. up, a bit of a start. Yes. Um, and I do that with the warm water because it's, it's better for the body. So start off, you know, straight into my warm water, drink that up, measure my ketones. 
Um, so I like to measure my ketones and my fasting glucose first thing in the morning. It's yep. when my glucose is at its highest yes. um, because when you're keto or carnivore, you're going to have morning uh, glucose that's more elevated than during the day. So I want to measure that and just see how I'm doing. And I want to measure my ketones. So that just sets me up and for the day. And, what, sorry? <laughs> and make you big because your mum told you that. I always get my bed. Always get my bed. Hospital corners. Hospital corners. <laughs> bed doesn't move. No, I do. I actually do make my bed. I have a belief that when you make your bed, you've done a task already. So, Excellent. you know, I literally will get up, I'll make the bed as soon as I get up, um, you know, get out of it, and then I'll have my drink and my ketones. Yes. So that's, that's the start. Um, that's only a couple of minutes. And then I'm into my morning routine proper. And I've got four activities in my morning routine. I'm sorry, five activities in my morning routine. Mm. First thing I do is I do a couple of minutes of mobilisation. Right. And all I'm doing here is, and if you've listened to our episode on um, mobility, flexibility, um, you know, you and stability, you know that mobility is around waking up the joints, yes. moving the joints. So I basically do a two-minute routine, and I move each one of the major joints in my body, and all that does is it throws off the stiffness from the night. Good. I've been eight hours in bed, and you know, in one position, and yep. uh, you know, sometimes things feel a bit stiff, so I have a have a bit of a, a you know a stretch out mm. with some mobility. And exercises. how long would that take? Two minutes. Oh, okay. So we're talking a big routine, just no, literally no. a few few joints, just mobilising and getting the blood flowing and waking the body up. A few arm swings, a few cat curls, you yes. know, a little bit of movement. And yeah, that immediately, it just shakes off those, you know, the cobwebs. Okay. So I do my mobilisation. The next thing I do is my structured breathing. Yes. So I follow my breathing routine and that's 15 minutes. Right. I do three rounds of 30 breaths with a retention in between. And when I've done that, the things that that does is that really does make my mind switch mm. on. So my mind just su suddenly goes, it, it's Zing. like it powers up. <laughs> you know, you get those sort of power yes, up signs. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, signs, that's exactly how my mind feels. Yes. So once I've done my three lots of breathing, yeah. um, I just, my, my mind's on fire. Mm. And my body feels really good as well. So I've stretched out and then I typically will lie or sit down and I've done my breathing and I've got the deep belly breaths going. So again, my you know, my whole diaphragm feels good. My lungs feel good. Everything feels opened up. Your body's so full of oxygen. Body you're wide awake. Oxygenated. And don't forget, the breathing alkalizes the body. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is I've changed my chemistry and I've alkalized my body. Mm. And overnight, we tend to become a bit acidic. So what I've done is I've changed the chemistry. I've pushed the, the barrier. I've pushed myself over the edge into alkalinity, mm. which is a much better position to be. So I feel good from that as well. Yes. And that's a good starting point for the day to ward off bugs mm. and diseases and everything else. Mm. And those people tuning in, there's a bunch of episodes we've done already on breathing, structured breathing and demonstrations. So if that's your thing, or if you don't know what we're talking about, have Go a look have at one of those work. episodes. Yep. Absolutely, 100%. So do my breathing, 15 minutes. Yes. I then do two minutes of dry, um, dry body brushing. Yes. And, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It never used to be mine. But literally just big, long strokes with a natural brush from the, from the you know, the, the feet right up to the heart. And what does it do? And all that's doing is it's, um, it's basically um, helping the circulation. Right. And it's helping remove dry and dead skin. Yes. So again, I'm... So you're shedding your skin like a reptile. I'm shedding my skin, getting rid of all those dry and gnarly bits. <laughs> the more youthful you... <laughs> Right. The old is gone, the new has come. <laughs> it's a rebirth, isn't it? 
<laughs> so yeah, literally do that every day. Excellent. And um, and again, that just when you when you you know I'm not scrubbing up my skin, mm. but I'm just doing those nice long strokes, yeah. and that feels really nice. It's like I said, it's got rid of all the dry skin cells. Yeah. And don't forget, we're we're constantly renewing our bodies. Yes. So I'm getting rid of the old stuff. Yeah. So everything I'm doing is about really getting my body active and feeling mm. good and detoxifying and well. detoxifying. Yeah, so get rid of the uh, the toxins in the skin. Yes. Allow the skin to breathe, and my next step is my is my morning cold. Okay. And where I can, <clears throat> I will do an ice bath. Right. Um, do an ice bath at maybe four or five degrees, and I'll do that for probably about five minutes. Right. And in the ice bath, I'm going to concentrate very hard on taking control of the autonomic processes in my body, the automatic processes. So I'm going to focus on keeping myself warm. I'm going to really use my mind to control my body. Mm-hmm boost my immune system, fend off bugs and bacteria. And again, if that all sounds a bit woo-woo, um, do have a listen to, to the episode on, on ice baths cold and cold exposure. Yeah. Cold exposure yes. Because it does wonders for your body. So again, I now get out of the ice bath and I am absolutely pinging mm-hmm. at this point. And I do one last thing because when you come out of the ice bath, it doesn't apply as much for a cold shower, but when you come out of the ice, you do get that phenomenon where you get after drop. So you know, the, the blood has been stopped um, from flowing to the limbs. It's all stayed in the core. When it starts to move around, you actually start to experience a drop in temperature mm. in the core. So you get a bit cold. So to avoid after drop, what I do is I do a few minutes of meditation and I do it in a Qigong stance called horse. So I stand and I do, a, you know, five minutes of standing Qigong meditation. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it just, again, allows me to focus my mind, really control my body make sure my heart rate stays nice and low. I stay very calm after the ice because that's put stress on my body. Yes. And I recover <clears throat> from, from the ice and I get all the benefits from the ice bath. So once I've done that, that is 30 minutes. Those five things are 30 minutes tops. Wow, okay. Once I've done all of those, then I'm ready to start my day, hmm. which for me is usually exercise. So you're energized, you're activated your mind and body and you're basically at the peak of your performance level. I feel And you're great. off to hit the, hit the big rocks of the day. I do, and I'll, I will, I'll go and exercise and or I'll yep. do my big rocks and my big tasks. Cool, so then we'll go to the other end of the day. <laughs> That's it. So we've worked our day and at, at, uh, at Peaks Life we spend our day doing wellness stuff. We do. But uh, my evening is a little bit different to maybe some people's evenings because we have a lot of people who we work with after hours, after our hours. So we're often working later into the evening. So often in the evening I'm on my computer and I'm talking to and answering comments and coaching and helping people in different parts of the world. So that might take me through to later in the evening, but I'll have a structured bedtime. So my evening routine, um, I go into my evening routine knowing that my, my bedtime is going to be in bed by 11 p.m. So, I'm so you've got your cut-off time. You sort of I've got my, my hard stop. That. I got my hard stop. Yep. My hard stop means I need to be horizontal by 11 p.m. in a perfect world. And why, why is that important, Mike? Because what I'm trying to do is establish a sleeping routine. So it's, it's first of all, to, um, to get my evening routine start or from from 11 p.m. right through to 6 a.m. which is my my sleep routine to ensure that I get to bed at least one hour before midnight we do know that also our bodies start to get a, a kick of adrenaline mm. around about 11 p.m. To second through that second wind mm. we well, we're probably all felt that so you're trying to avoid that second wind because a lot of people we work past 11 o'clock and then you get that second wind and then you go into one o'clock so you're trying to get in bed to be relaxed great for the circadian rhythm so that's the body clock the natural body clock to get into a regular routine so regardless of what I'm doing obviously sometimes in the weekends different nights I'll be out and doing things after 11 but generally on a working day or a normal Monday to Friday 
I'll be trying to be horizontal by 11 p.m. So you're you're basically setting that stop time rather than rather than saying I've got a fixed amount of work and you're just working through and then realizing oops it's now 11.30 you're saying right that's my stop time Mm. there's things I've got to do before that yes so I've got to start my evening routine at a certain point yes I'm essentially I'm working backwards I'm saying I've got a 30 minute evening routine that I want to want to do so I'm saying about 10.30 I start to shut down the screens so I start to turn off the iPads, minimise the phone usage, probably turn the TV off and start to not have screen time. Because we do know that the blue light, the mm. screen time, does wire the brain. And if you're going into a sleep activity, so you're going to bed, you want to have minimal blue light or minimum minimal screen time because otherwise you're going to be wired and awake. Mm. 10.30 onwards, I start to shut that down. So that's part of my process. I, um, I do things like I then would go into a, a stretching routine. So first of all, before I go to the stretching routine, I'll get a hot cup of my evening drink. Mm-hmm. So I, similar to you, I'll do the the apple cider vinegar and Himalayan mountain salt. And I may throw in a peppermint tea or something, just a, a nice, warm, relaxing drink in the evening. Great for the body to relax, great to hydrate the body, great to get the body in a really nice state before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. So I'll have that while I do my evening stretches. Mm-hmm. So I'll allocate about 15 minutes in the evening. And I might do this on the in, in the lounge room with the family if they're up and about, or I might do it in front of the TV if I'm finishing a show for the last 10 minutes, even though I've shut down most of my screens. Mm-hmm. It's more of a relaxing way, and I'll do my stretching. I won't go off and do it somewhere private i'll do my stretching i'll go through a structured stretching routine the longer stretching so holding each stretch for one to two minutes and i'll go through a full body stretching routine which is a great detoxifier great relaxer and it preps my body for going into sleep so it's a really nice way to wind down and i guess the, you know the benefit of a lot of those long stretches as well is you've got to focus on them. Mm. So instead of your mind thinking about lots of things, it's actually a great mindfulness exercise. Because yeah, yeah. you're focused on the muscle group, you're focused on the stretch, mm. you're not thinking about the five emails that you've got to do tomorrow. No, you've no. put those on the to-do list. Absolutely. And you're just focused on your body and getting yeah. the maximum benefit, yeah. right? So it's really nice to have some some nice relaxing meditation music or some soft music just to take your mind off the day's stresses mm. and let yourself connect mind to body and let yourself relax and really enjoy the stretch. If you, if you do that, you tend to get deeper stress and more relaxed. And the ideal is you're coming out of that stretch routine feeling ready for bed. You've had your nice warm drink, you've done your stretching. Um, then some people will read before they go to bed. I'm, I'm a music person. Mm-hmm. So when I go to bed, I'll often have meditation music or relaxing music. So some people sit and read a, a book for a few minutes just to let their mind relax. I like my music on and then I basically go to sleep and I make sure that my room and everything is as dark as possible and I'm doing everything possible to have the the best sleeping environment. Mm -hmm. But I'll repeat that routine, which takes again about 20 to 30 minutes every evening to make sure that I'm giving myself the best possible chance of having a really good night's sleep. And that routine really works because I know exactly what to do. I know my timings. And for me, that adheres me to getting ready for bed rather than TV shows finished, switch off the TV, jump into bed, and everything else is, you know, mm. everything else is out of whack. And what we, what we do know is we know that, especially for the evening routines, what's happening is the body is adapting and it's listening mm. and it's mm. waiting for its cues. So the minute you put your you know, meditation music on, yes. the body is then cued to, aha, mm. it's now time to sleep. Mm. Um, when you have your relaxing drink, again, it's another cue for the body. Oh, it's relaxing time. Yep. I'm stretching. It's that relaxing time. Yep. And everything's telling your body, mm. We are, we are now body, body, we're on wind down, yep. mind, we're on wind yep. down. Instead of people that might, they might do the stretching, but they're on the phone yes. or they're on their iPad. They're actually not switching off. No. They're missing the point. So it really is down tools, 
focus mm. on the routine, whatever mm. that routine happens to be. It could just be sitting, relaxing. Absolutely. But as you said, for you, it's that wind down. So your body's getting all of these cues so that by the time you get into bed, and as you said, you might read a novel, um, and we know that that helps with dreaming. So the people who like to read, reading something that's you know, a fiction book yes. will help with the dream state yes. or listening to some relaxing music and then just allowing yourself to drift mm. off to, to sleep is, is the ideal. So, you know, you might be in bed, it's not even 11 o'clock, but you feel sleepy. Yes. Great. You put the light off and you drift mm. off into a wonderful sleep. And so that, yeah, and they're the really yeah. beneficial. And the proof is in the pudding because since I've been doing my evening routine, I sleep deeply. I have great a great percentage of deep sleep and a great percentage of REM sleep. I go to sleep very quickly. And I, I wake up feeling invigorated and repaired because my body is being prepared before I go to sleep. It goes to sleep very quickly and it relaxes for the, for the evening. So like you, after your morning routine, you feel invigorated, ready for the day. Mm. After my evening routine, I am relaxed and calm and ready to rest and repair. And I think, yeah, we've both been in busy corporate life and mm. we know, we understand, you know, the excuses, the, the reasons, the challenges, yes. the barriers, mm. you know. And, you know, what, what we would say to anybody listening or watching is, you know, there will be a, a morning and an evening routine for you. As I said, it may be a lunchtime routine. It might be you go off to the park for a 30-minute read of your, your Kindle mm. um, at lunchtime. It might be that you go out for a walk and you do some, you know, some walking meditation, some thinking. Whatever it is, there'll be a routine that works for you. Yes. Um, and if you want to incorporate some new wellness habits find a way to build them into a routine at some point in your day and you'll get the benefits. We know how challenging it is. We do. But we also know this is a long game. Yes. Wellness is, Ill, is a long game mm. and it's worth the investment because it will pay off and you'll get the results you deserve. Mm. So some great tips. Good luck with your wellness routine and join us again on The Peaks Life next time. Did you check the mirror? Yeah, oh. three times. Good on you. 30 minutes, baby. That's a good one. That is really good. Again, I oops, I think these double boards are really good. Really, really good because oh, I'm I this sooner. yeah. Because you're just looking at yours, I'm just looking at mine. We know where we're up to. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. (laughs) 